The Green Divas love food. Organic, local, fresh, whole, delicious food. Here now is another Green Diva foodie file. Yum! What a wonderful topic we have for you today for winter cooking or cooking any time of the year with our special Green Diva foodie file, um, J.L. Fields, who is a vegan cook, coach, consultant. She's an author of Vegan for Her, and she's got a new book coming out right now about pressure cooking, which, you know, I haven't owned a pressure cooker in so many years, and I think I'm going to be inspired to go get another one because there's a million great reasons. Hi, J.L., Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm really, really interested personally, selfishly, um, in talking about pressure cooking because it's. I used to have one years ago for cooking rice and stuff, and I don't know what happened to that thing, and I'm a vegan cook, so what the heck? <laughs> tell me tell me why i got to go get one. Okay, I'm going to convince you in a matter of minutes that you need a, a pressure cooker. <laughs> okay. I think the pressure cooker is the vegan's best. Because we are focusing on five food groups in our diet. We're eating vegetables and fruits, obviously. We're eating legumes. We're eating grains. We're eating nuts and seeds. When you take two of those biggies, grains and legumes and beans, and realize that you can make them in your pressure cooker in a matter of minutes, it's a game changer. That's crazy. Wait a minute. I I don't remember that being minutes. (laughs) No, really? That's I knew it was quicker, but minutes. That's crazy. Yeah, well, you know, and in all fairness, you know, when you're pressure cooking, you put things in this pressure cooker, it seals tightly, so everything stays inside, and so once the heat comes up, all the pressure maintains in the device, and it cooks really quickly. So it's true that it takes several minutes for it to come up to pressure, and then you cook at pressure, but still, I just over the weekend made my umami anasazi beans, which are one of my favorite things. I make them for omnivores because they are reminiscent of ham and beans, but of course they're vegan and compassionate because I use mushrooms. I use caramelized onions. I put a little liquid smoke in there and some miso, so I bring all this umami out. But I soaked those beans overnight, those Anasazi beans, and I put them in the pressure cooker, and I cooked them at high pressure for eight minutes. And you just have this delicious dish. By the yeah, that's it. it. I'm like I'm like <laughs> running to the store. So wait a minute. Now tell me. Uh, could be, first of all, I want that recipe because I am one of those people that the only thing I miss, and I haven't really eaten meat in you know 25, 30 years. Although I miss like the flavor of smoked meat. That that's one of my things. Yeah. So I bought liquid smoke. I haven't done much with it, and I ha- I do smoke like fish once in a great while, but mostly. I'm a vegan, mostly. So anyway, so I like this this recipe sound. And umami is one of our, our family favorites. Yeah, you know, I mean, umami is the, you know, they my, my co-author of Vegan for Her, Jenny Messina, always says the umami is the vegan secret weapon when it comes to it convincing omnivores or veg-resistant people to eat our food. And yeah. it's by bringing in these elements. And liquid smoke is really handy. The trick with liquid smoke, though, is to not use too much. I, right. I rarely use over a quarter of a teaspoon. Oh, yeah. But it's mixing it with other things. So yeah. if you take a little liquid smoke and then add a smoked paprika. Yeah, I was going to just about to say probably some good smoked paprika, 
like a tiny bit of cayenne, maybe even to give it a kick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Ooh. So, <laughs> so tell me a minute for a minute, like what, how do I look for a pressure cooker? Where do I go? What do I get? Well, there are two, really these days there are two different kinds. You can do a stovetop pressure cooker or you can do an electric pressure cooker. Okay. I have both because I was writing a book and so it was necessary. Right. Um, you know, my preference is a stovetop. I feel like I have a little bit more control over it and, and, I, and, and the price points are, are much more friendly, meaning you can get a really nice, good stovetop pressure cooker anywhere from 40 to $70. Right. I, I tend to go with a Fagor. That's F-A-G-O-R. You can find them at Bed Bath & Beyond. Amazon, um, William Sonoma, you can, they're really, really accessible. Oh yeah, you and, just like my 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 brain went right to the section at our local Bed Bath and Beyond. I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I know they have one. Now, are they oh, absolutely? They're stainless steel. I'm hoping. You bet. They okay. sure are. All right. Yep. And how and, uh, how easy so, to clean are these things? They're really easy. I'll tell you. The only time I have trouble is when I do caramelized onions because yeah. I love caramelized yeah, onions. Yeah, me too. Me my, too. Yeah. And so I just use that barkeeper's friend to clean it. And when I say I, I'm, I'm actually looking at my husband roll his eyes because <laughs> I actually make him do it. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I made you yummy umami food. Yeah. To clean my pot. Well, that's the rule in our house. He who co- or she who cookie does no washy. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Yeah, because I'm a caramelized onion girl, so I can see why I... All right. All right. So tell me more. Like, wow. Yeah, so I told you the stovetop. And then the the electric is a nice option for people who are really afraid of pressure cooking. You know, pressure cooking has a bad rap, but, you know, there was reason for it back in the day. Everyone has their story of the split pea soup that yeah. ended up on the ceiling. You know, for me, we didn't grow up with a pressure cooker in our house. We grew up with a pressure canner, which was also terrifying, just yeah. that rattling sound on the stove. And, you know, modern-day pressure cookers just aren't like that. So okay. even the stovetop have multiple safety features. But a lot of people opt for electric because, you know, I've used both an instant pot and I've used the Fagor multifunction, and you can't even open that lid. If the pressure hasn't come down, it will not let you open that lid. So there are safety features built in. So um, I think that's a nice option for people who are also looking for these multifunction cookers are are a pressure cooker and a rice cooker and a slow cooker. So it's just one device on your countertop. Yeah, yeah. so that's that's pretty handy too. So that's the electric version? That's correct, yeah. And I like that because you can go take a shower, you know, or you can run out and... um, sweep the sidewalk or get the mail and you don't have to tend to it. So that would be the other main difference. There's a stovetop, you know, you've got heat on your stove. You know, you want to pay attention to this right. and you're going to you're going to tend to it. You put the electric one on and you can go in and take care of life maintenance while, right, while the pressure cooker is going. Much like a slow cooker, it has a timer or whatever and exactly. it'll regulate itself. Yep, exactly. Because oh, I use a slow cooker a lot more in the winter time, you know, making all kinds of yeah, chili, vegan chili. I have a fun chili recipe with barley, which I don't really eat anymore because I'm not. I'm being gluten free, but it's so uh, good. It's barley and sweet barley potatoes. Cooks the, barley cooks up great in the pressure cooker, and oh, barley and sweet potatoes. That's a, such a great combination. And black beans. Yeah, mm, yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm, yeah. Exactly. It's a good recipe, but um, yeah, it's not exactly gluten free friendly. You should send it to me. I'll make it in the pressure cooker. <laughs> okay. All right. I will do that. So anyway, we, we could probably talk all day. I assume you have recipes on your website or in your book that's coming out that people should go get their hands on. 
Yeah, absolutely. So the book Vegan Pressure Cooking is available everywhere. The books are sold, Amazon, you know, Fairwinds Press, which is my publisher, is on their website. And it's also digital, Kindle, iBook, Nook. Uh, but the umami Anasazi beans recipe that I was telling you about, I was given permission by my publisher to put it on my website last month. Oh, so nice. um, it's right there. And, I, and because I love pressure cooking and I really default to it, on my website, in my recipe section, I already have like 60 recipes that are pressure cooker recipes. Party so, on. For people who are just kind of trying to figure it out. Well, and I'm sure Lynn enticed you partially also and hoping that you would uh, share a post with our um, audience on thegreendivas.com, which we can put the podcast with and everything. Absolutely. Yay. I would love to do that. I have a really fun um, rice pudding. Rice pudding was one of my favorite oh, I could desserts live on when that. I was a vegetarian, and I missed it so much, so I veganized it, yeah. and I make it really quick, seven minutes in my pressure cooker. Okay. That's it. I'm going out <laughs> to get the pressure cooker today. Happy Christmas to me. All right, JL, I hate to um, hang up, but now I'm hungry, and um, hopefully we will get a chance to talk to you again soon. Everybody go look for the book. What is it called again? Vegan Pressure Cooking. There you go. Thanks, JL. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. Oh, bye-bye. Hope you're hungry. For more easy and delicious recipes and even more foodie information, go to thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com.